Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Lindsay and Jess Kern about their ceremony at Place du Remy in Epcot with a reception at the Attic and a dessert party at Rue de Paris in Epcot as well. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how they chose these locations and how they planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Lindsay and Jess. Hi. Hi. So how did you guys decide that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney? We kind of just decided to do a courthouse wedding. Like we just decided we'd been together eight years and that it was time to get married. And I just happened to be scrolling Facebook and saw pictures from a Disney wedding. And then we started watching the Disney fairy tale wedding show on Disney plus, And I got Jess into watching it. She was like, Oh, it's so pretty. So we originally looked at Pandora. And then once we started looking at pictures, we were like, we have to get married at Disney. And how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? say most of them were good don't you think I would say most were good yeah. most of them were pretty excited there was some like shock and are you kidding me and for the ones that came yeah uh, <laughs> the ones that came yeah we had some friends who didn't seem as supportive as our other friends and who right. were kind of like eh about the entire thing so they kind of gave us some backlash I wouldn't say it was like negative it was just kind of not so uh, positive. Excited? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so then how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? I think we originally invited 70. Is that what we did? Mm -hmm. And then we actually, when we decided to pick the attic, we kind of downsized and the people that never RSVP'd to our save the dates, we just kind of counted them out. So we right. had 32 guests come plus us. Got it. And did you set up a room block for your guests? We talked to them about it and kind of gave them a couple of resort options, but I'm like a really type A planner and I crunch numbers for a living. So when I started like looking at their deals and what guests could get on property or off property, I kind of thought it might be better to let guests choose where they wanted to stay. Got it. Yeah, that's a great point. How did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? We took our anniversary date and flipped it backwards so that we would always remember our wedding anniversaries <laughs> especially our wedding date so like our actual anniversary is 9 14 so we picked 4 19 as our wedding date and it was also a wednesday in the middle of the week so it was cost effective got it and i guess the time of day was dictated by the fact that you wanted an in-park location that had to be done before the park opened yes and originally when we had talked to them they mentioned 8 a.m and then we had our Zoom call with Joe, and he's like, okay, and ceremonies at 6.30. Is that going to be a problem? And I was like, oh, 
no, we can make it happen. And then how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? So we had originally wanted Animal Kingdom and Pandora, and that's kind of where we had talked to our families about doing it. And then we were actually looking through your guide, and I was sending Jess a million pictures, and she'll tell you it was like a million and one pictures that kept coming through. It was every day, nonstop (laughs) photos. She saw Italy, actually, and she goes, I just don't think Pandora is right for us. And we poured over the guide some more, and we saw the Remy location, and Ratatouille's her favorite movie, and she kind of fell in love with it, and so it felt like a nice location considering how much she liked Ratatouille and that it was in Epcot, which is our favorite park out of the four. And we just kind of rolled with it for that one. But the reception venue, (laughs) that changed a few times. We were originally going to have it in park that night as a full reception with the fireworks. And then we looked at California Grill and I really wanted to take photos on that platform with the castle in the background. But at that time, Jess was, she was not a castle fan. She she kept saying, I'm not taking any pictures in front of the castle. Like, <laughs> Disney's enough. We kept going back and forth. The um, Disney planner that we were emailing back and forth with when we decided we wanted to change brought up the attic as a dessert party option. But once we saw it, we decided we wanted that for our reception and not dessert party. So we changed our entire plan again. Got it. And how did you pick Rue de Paris for your dessert party? So when we told them that we wanted to do the attic instead and asked if we could have the dessert party that night at the original Terrace de Flores, it was booked. And so they offered Germany. And so we said yes to Germany. And then they came right back like 30 minutes later and said, we're so sorry, Germany's actually booked. This is your only option. Interesting. Okay. Did you guys use any outside vendors for the portions of your event that you were able to? Just yeah. videography, photography, and I think and hair and makeup, obviously. Yeah, but um, we used Disney floral for all of our floral that day. Got it. And how did you choose your outside photography and videography? Our photographer actually traveled with us. She came from St. Louis with us. She's been our daughter's dance photographer for the last five years. And she also does weddings and everything else. So we kind of knew that it was a no-brain thing to bring them down with us, which I'm really glad we did because yeah, I am too. they kept us very relaxed and <laughs> chill all day. And it was just nice having people that knew us and could like laugh with us. And then videography, we saw in the group that Nick and Prince had their company and I kept watching little clips of their videos and sending them to Jess. And we decided to contact them and then just didn't think again about it no, and we booked them. We didn't look at anybody else yeah. really but them. They were our, I think it also helped that they were an LGBTQ couple. And so we knew that we'd be comfortable with them filming. And what's funny is Jess was kind of anti a wedding video at first. And I just said, yeah, cause I figured, I mean, are we ever going to watch it? But, <laughs> but then they sent us our teaser trailer and we watched it like 10 times in the first hour. <laughs> So they were, they were a no-brainer, just like the photographer. That's great. How did you guys choose your officiant? So she was originally in the Dis Brides and Dis Brides group. And then, I don't know what happened, but she wasn't. But we'd already booked her. And I am happy with our choice because she was really relaxed that morning. And she, <laughs> she was, was funny. She was so funny. <laughs> I liked her a lot. <laughs> kids liked her. And she was so good with the kids and our family. 
that I'm glad that we had already booked her. Who did you use for your vision? Rainy Silverman. So she um, just knew about the wand and said, absolutely not. But I had like, I was the one emailing all the planners because Jess was just like, go for it. I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Do you. So I told her to use the wand. So Jess had no idea that it was happening until we were standing there. And the photos and video of Jess's face are priceless because <laughs> she was up there mouthing that she was going to kill me when the wand came out. <laughs> okay, so besides the wand trick, did you have any other entertainment at the ceremony or the reception? We just had the Disney violinist for all of our Walk Down the Aisle songs and our first dance at the ceremony venue. And then she just played music for our guests. And she was phenomenal. I was yeah. very, very happy with her and everything sounded so I wish so she would have followed us around the entire time <laughs> playing her violin. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Do you guys have any menu items or cake flavors from the reception that you would recommend? That uh, cupcake. Oh, yeah, the cupcakes were fantastic. And I don't even eat sweets, but that cupcake was fantastic. <laughs> we we chose cupcakes instead of a cake because neither of us are big cake people. And I'm really glad that we did, like, looking back, because we came home with half of our cupcakes. Or I sh we came back to the resort, and, like, everybody ate on them for the last couple days that we were there. But Jess picked the rainbow confetti with cream cheese. Yes inside of it and then a buttercream frosting and I did the Florida orange with the tropical mousse and they were both like to die for they were so good and then food wise I highly suggest the short, short ribs. ribs literally everybody at the reception could not stop talking about the short ribs those were a huge hit um we didn't try the stuffed chicken that we got no it was weird looking <laughs> yeah just <laughs> just wouldn't eat it <laughs> But everybody that had it said it was really good. And then the, the Yukon Gold potatoes oh, with good. the fennel and Parmesan. Oh, man, those were delightful. But we also did a mix of breakfast and dinner foods because it was at 730 in the morning. <laughs> so we did a um, like Mickey waffle station and an omelet station and bacon. And then the rest of it was like the short ribs, the chicken, mm -hmm. veggies, and potatoes. That way everybody kind of got like a mix of what they wanted to eat, which I thought worked out really nice. Well, you like breakfast food and I like yeah. dinner food. That was, that was part of what drove that decision too. But the food was great. Those short ribs. Oh, the I short ribs. Go for yeah. again. They're so tender and so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about your dessert party in Epcot? I will say for the listeners, one thing to keep in mind about a dessert party was we originally had it set for all of our guests to meet at International Gateway and come in the back way because at the time we thought everybody was going to have park tickets because we were kind of crazy in between events. We all went into Epcot, but a few people chose not to get park tickets. So last minute we chose to all meet at the front of the park and some of our guests had never been there and didn't realize how long of a walk it was. And so we ended up having to grab a couple wheelchairs for certain guests. So it is a really long walk from the entrance to the France locations for dessert parties. Yeah, we lost a few of our family members. Yeah, we lost the walk. We lost a few. We were just trucking along, like <laughs> zooming through the parks, not paying any attention. But for the dessert party, the location was great in France. I felt like we had a really good view, and since the show changed and they don't have the projections anymore, it was just a clear you know, view of the fireworks. And we chose to do the Mickey pretzels with cheese, the cheeseburger spring rolls, 
And then um, all desserts. We did like the cookies and cream parfait, the Dole Whip puffs, and mini tiramisu. Is that all we had? Yeah, and then yeah. we had two drinks. And then we did two, what are they called? Those specialty Specialties, cocktails yeah. for our guests. Looking back, I probably would not have had the pretzels because I think they sat out for a while. And so everybody was kind of disappointed. I was very hungry, so I ate mine. I did not eat that. Yeah, she did not eat it. And the cheeseburger spring rolls were great, though. And our desserts were great. And the drinks were really good. We had an open bar at the reception, and I kind of wish we would have done the same thing at the dessert party mm-hmm. because some of our guests wish they could have just gotten like a soda or a glass of wine instead of the two cocktails that we had picked. Not everybody was a hard alcohol drinker. Yeah, because, well, and they were very sweet. They were very some sweet. Some people don't do sweet drinks. Yes. Like Jess's dad ended up having them just pour him vodka and water. Vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vodka <laughs> But I felt like it went really smooth, like time oh, yeah. The like, whole day was yeah, very, right. very smooth. But the dessert party, like that hour and a half, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it felt really, really long in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like we were able to mingle with guests, eat our food, drink our drinks, and then still do all our firework yeah, pictures. Yeah, and then do the pictures. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Did you add a ride mix in? We did not. We didn't. We considered Soren when we first were planning And then I think as we got into the planning process and I was really crunching numbers, try to stay under, like staying under certain things, we opted out of it just because of cost. But I kind of wish we would have. I wish we would have. Yeah. I mean, Ratatouille is Jess's favorite ride. No, I hate the the ride. (laughs) (laughs) She she discovered that the Sunday after the wedding. She wrote it and she was like, nope. (laughs) I love the movie. (laughs) <laughs> That's so funny. But I, like looking back, we've talked about that a few times. Like it would have been just because my family's big on Disney. They always have been. But Jess's family, they went when Jess was little and they've never been back since. So I think it would have been nice to have like your yeah. family get to experience something that they weren't going to do on their own in the parks. And then like our guests that don't normally go to Disney, it would have been like a fun thing to all do together. But I mean, it's not a big deal that we didn't do it. It was more... Yeah paying for their experience instead of (laughs) ours. So can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day fit together? Oh, goodness. So hair and makeup (laughs) knocked on our door at 1 a.m. And (laughs) Jess and our youngest stayed asleep. I got up with her and got my hair done. When she started my makeup, I woke the two of them up uh, around 1.30 maybe. I'd say about one thirty. Yeah. And so she was done with the three of us by three Yeah, with hair and makeup. And then, because it was just the two of us and then our youngest is 14. So we were getting her hair and makeup done too since she was our flower girl. She wanted to walk down the aisle. So <laughs> <laughs> we made it happen. But um, let's see, Nick and Prince showed up at four and our photographers got there right after Nick and Prince did. Yeah. They um, all showed up about the same time. Yeah. And it was a really relaxed morning. I brewed a pot of coffee And we were all just like real mellow chit-chatting in the room. But I felt like once video and photography got there, it went hyperspeed. And suddenly it was time to walk out and take pictures in the lobby and right outside. We had a room at the boardwalk since our reception was there. Yeah, they got there and they were like circling us and making us move so fast. (laughs) (laughs) And like it was still a pretty relaxed environment, but it was like, oh my gosh, like this is really happening. Everything is going really quick. So we went outside and took some photos. Our oldest showed up with Jess's dad because they were taking transportation with us from the boardwalk. 
And then um, we got into Epcot at 5.15, 5.30. I'd say about 5.30. It's 5.30. And then transportation, because um, we have the chartered coach that you have to have with Disney to go backstage. They went to the Club Wind and Bonnet Creek and picked up all of our other guests and brought them to Epcot. So we did photos in Epcot for like maybe 30 minutes just um, along kind of the walkway of France where like you can see the skyliner along the water. They were doing construction and they had a big ladder and big truck out in the very front so we couldn't go around to like where Beauty and the Beast, like the fountain and um, the topiaries are. So we utilized like the tables and the like pretty walls and everything. But then they told us that we could start the ceremony a little bit early because we were done taking photos. So I think we started the ceremony at 6.15. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of nice. We we decided to say hi to our guests before we got married. And I'm really glad that we did it because it made everything so relaxed. And everybody like said hi to us. And our moms got to see us. And our moms were crying. And we were telling them <laughs> to knock it off. And they were telling each other to knock it off. And my aunt, like I had a, my family all traveled from the West Coast to come. And so it was nice to see them before the event. And then it made everything just feel like, oh, like this is just our friends and family. This is it, a nice. It was calm. It was calm. Yeah. It was just this nice event. And then they were like, I mean, those Disney people, they are amazing with their communication and timelines because they were just like, boom, go and now go. <laughs> And so um, after the ceremony, we took photos with all of our friends and family around the fountain right there in front of Ratatouille. And then we were on transportation by what, 7.15? Probably. I think they dropped us off. It was somewhere between 7 and 7.15. We got back on transportation. They took us to the boardwalk. Um, We had our reception from 7.30 to 11.30. But we actually cut the reception 30 minutes short. I think because, well, one... A lot of our people like to drink, and so everybody was drinking really early in the morning after not sleeping long, <laughs> and they all wanted to go back and take a nap before they went into Epcot. <laughs> that was part of it. And we um, went and took more photos. Yeah, and so we wanted a little more time for photos, and we were all done eating, and we went to our room and just kind of relaxed for 30 minutes with each other to kind of get away from everybody. I think that's the one thing that you don't realize when you get married. Like, neither of us really like the spotlight on us too much. And so it was very... It was 24 hours of everyone just staring <laughs> Staring, at yeah. And all the photos and everything. <laughs> so we took that downtime to kind of relax. And then we took photos all along the boardwalk and over at the beach club. And then we went into Epcot around 2 that day, I think. Yeah. So then we hopped out of Epcot, I think it may be 6 and we rushed back to our room, we changed, and we had um, our youngest and two of our friends with us, and they got ready in our room, and then we actually Ubered from the boardwalk to the front of Epcot in our wedding dresses, <laughs> and <laughs> met all of our guests there, and then they let us in the park at 7.30, they guided us through, and so our dessert party was from 8 to 9.30, but I think we actually stayed a little bit later than 9.30. Yeah. They were very just relaxed about everything, mm-hmm. and just kind of, take your time, don't rush, you know, enjoy the desserts. And so when we got back to our room right around 10, maybe it was about 10. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was a 21 hour day from start to finish. Wow. Okay. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of the event where you focused your attention or your budget? I had had the benches for the ceremony. <laughs> that was the one thing that I absolutely had to have. 
She's not kidding either. She talked about these benches for months. And Disney originally said yes. And then they sent us the seating stuff that didn't have the benches on it. And so it wasn't until we had our planner assigned to us in January that we actually got confirmation that we were going to get these benches. So that was a, and we knew that, I mean, not that they're expensive, but they are a big cost, especially with the delivery. Yeah, Jess did not care. She was all about these benches. (laughs) <laughs> Which I will say, looking at the pictures and video... They like, were so pretty. Yeah, it worked perfect in that location. So I think that was our big, like, we knew we were going to spend the money on benches. And we knew we were using Disney for floral because we wanted the flower petals on the ground and that our daughter was tossing to match our bouquets. So we just used them for everything. So that took up a big... Not a big. That was a, a lot cheaper chunk. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but that was our main cost, I think, was the floral and benches through Disney. I just didn't want chairs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then were there any aspects that were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? For decorations, besides the flower petals on the ground, for the reception and dessert party, we just had the little glass bowls with water and a single rose in them. And they just transported them to the dessert party and added like a glow cube in them. I think they had a glow cube. So that was really... I thought it was very, like, budget-friendly compared yeah. to other things we could have done. Yeah, because they were repurposed. Yeah, they were repurposed. And then we opted out of, like, the carriage or characters. <laughs> um, we Jess is kind of scared of the characters. And so <laughs> she... I wouldn't go with scared. <laughs> she said no from the get-go. And so that... I feel like when the characters and carriage, like, they look amazing in photos. And sometimes I still look at people's photos and I'm like, oh, that would have been so neat. But cost-wise, it saved us so much money to not do that. Right, for sure. Okay, so what ended up being each of your favorite memory of the wedding day? I said this to Jess at the dessert party and then had to throw in marrying her was like my favorite part of the day. But <laughs> my, my like favorite thing that happened was when, even though it was a long walk, walking through Epcot with our party in our dresses was seriously the most magical thing that I have ever done in my life. And I know that sounds a little cheesy, but everybody was like either quietly clapping and like ooing and aahing, or we had people like outright whooping and hollering and cheering for us. And like all the little girls were pointing at our dresses and the moms were like, Ooh, Adam, like it was just this, like you felt like a celebrity walking through Epcot. It was amazing. Like it was, was yeah. (laughs) So that was mine. Mine was teaching Lindsay how to dance at five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Oh, we have the pictures to prove it too. She was so terrified for the first dance. So we practiced. (laughs) We did. And then you still kind of screwed it up. Yeah. I, I, I am not a dancer and having to dance in front of people was extremely terrifying for me. But it was also a very nice, uh, like, intimate <laughs> moment because we did it after the ceremony right by the fountain with the violin playing a song for us. And even though everybody was watching us, like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I so, told you, just sway. <laughs> That's all I asked you to do. <laughs> okay, so then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? No. No. I mean, when I tell people that the day was perfect, and I mean, it was truly perfect start to finish, even with the crazy early wake-up call, I know that a lot of people have had some planning hiccups and things go wrong, but from start to finish, with all of our planning, everything was amazing. Day of, like, 
like everything was exactly how we wanted it. Yeah, I mean, they just nailed our vision. We also created. Okay, I there created. Was no we in that. Yes, I created a PowerPoint. <laughs> so like, I was pretty specific with kind of what we envisioned for the day, and like our biggest want for the day was for it to be just a very chill, relaxed day, and just to kind of hang out with our guests. We didn't want anything over the top or crazy or stuffy feeling. I mean, we figured it was kind of unconventional to get married at Disney and we're unconventional people. So we didn't want like a normal wedding, I guess you could say. So, I mean, from start to finish, everything was great. Like every Disney worker we had was amazing. The reception, our bartender and the servers were great. The dessert party, all of them were great. I mean, everything was just perfect. And was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal? Not like... I don't think so. Not wedding-wise. I think the only thing that seemed like a big deal was just making sure everybody knew where they were supposed to be and at what time they were supposed to be there. Um, We had a website and we created brochures for our guests and I also created a Word document and sent it out to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody kept asking us the same questions. So I finally just kind of was like, It okay. was getting our family to understand. Like, yeah. you're going to be here and then here and here and transportation is going to pick you up. And and I will say with the transportation, they were supposed to get picked up at 545. Was that what it Or 550? We um, built in a cushion so that our guests could not be late because we did have some people that like to be late. And then... They all kind of were in a panic when transportation didn't show up at the time that we said it was going to and thought that Disney was late on them. So it backfired a little on us. But, you know, everybody made it there at the time that they were supposed to. That's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I don't think so. I still have some dreams of kind of wishing we would have done it at California Grill just for the pictures. (laughs) But the attic was so beautiful, and it was so nice having an indoor and outdoor space. I felt like it was really roomy for our guests to kind of walk back and forth. Yeah, I really liked where we were. But, you know, we can keep going to California. I know. Yeah, we can go at any time. It was just a – but other than that, I think everything was – our floral was great. The food was great. Dessert was great. I think we would have had it where our guests met at International Gateway for – the dessert party. And I think we would have had an open bar for the dessert party. Those are the only two like changes that we really would have kind of gone back and implemented. Okay, got it. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I would say hopefully one of you is like on top of it in a planner. Just because Jess... Hey. No, no, no. It's not, no, it's not anything <laughs> negative. Jess just was kind of like, tell me what we're doing or like... I- I said, give me options. Yeah, she did say, give me options. I think I would just say, make sure somebody is like knows what the vision is and knows what you both want and then spells it out clearly. I think our PowerPoint really helped us yeah. because it had everything in it. I mean, I even had our songs in there and everything else that we wanted for the wedding. And to just relax and have fun. I think with a wedding, it's such a stressful day for most people. But if you just go into it, like you're marrying the person you love. There's a reason that you're getting married and you picked the most magical place to do it, just take a deep breath, and for the most part, everything's going to work out. I mean, it did for us, but, like, I know it doesn't always. I will say, though, Jess did pick the flower colors. I did. It was all her for what colors we were doing for the wedding. And I picked the venue. Yeah, you did pick the venue. 
This is true. So I was there. You were, you were there. <laughs> well, I think you guys have offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.